Mm-mm. How you guys doing? Welcome back to another Monday, part two of God is my judge podcast. I had to change it up a little bit. And as you heard this morning or this afternoon's beat, I had chosen a reggaeton kind of beat and a Spanish beat. I was just feeling the vibe, you know, sometimes you, you know, music is a great vibe. So sometimes we need to listen to music. Sometimes we just need to feel the beat to, you know, get our moving, get elevated, get, you know, get motivated, inspired, whatever the word you want to use. But this song is called No Me Conoce. And No Me Conoce means you don't know me. And that is by Bad Bunny and J Balvin and Jacques Cortez. And it's funny because I absolutely love this song, even though I don't listen to much Spanish music or kind of tap into my Puerto Rican side when I feel like I should. But, you know, just like anything else, and like I've constantly been saying, anything, everything takes time. You know, I've just learned that everything heals. Your body heals, your heart heals, the mind heals, wounds heal, your heart repairs itself. Your happiness is always just gonna come back eventually. You know, just sometimes we gotta tap into it, you know? But I did not get to mention on my first part of my podcast today, but happy Hanukkah, guys. For those who celebrate Hanukkah, those who are Jewish, um, I just want to say happy Hanukkah, best blessings, and have a great celebratory Hanukkah for your Jewish uh, festival. It is technically called the Festival of Lights. Um... I am not Jewish, but I know I have a couple friends who are Jewish. I used to work in a couple of temples. Um, So it's funny just to see and feel the vibe there. It is very, it is very mellow. Um, And surprisingly enough, in my opinion, I felt like they're just as welcoming as anybody else. Um, And with this said, I just want to say I appreciate you guys, um, especially since Jesus was a Jew himself. So thank you guys for existing. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for continuing the tradition and being yourself. So with that said, I actually would like to Say this mini prayer for those. Heavenly Father, please help me find peace in your guidance and your presence. Lord, help me to have ease of mind as I focus on you over any outcome. Surely you are all my soul truly needs. And I trust where your will and your plan will take me for my future. Thank you for directing the way for me. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And with that moment of silence, I would like to move on to a quote that I had seen yesterday by Mel Robbins. And Mel Robbins, according to Google here, she's an American lawyer, television host, author, and motivational speaker. Has done her own TED Talk. Has done, oh, the trials for CNN regarding the George Zimmer case. Okay. Surprised I haven't heard from her before. But as great quotes come about, of course, it is on my motivational app. And she goes and says, the more you practice self-acceptance, the more you'll realize the only person who's accepting you'll ever need is your own. One more time. The more you will realize the only person whose acceptance you ever needed is your own. You don't need another grown man or grown woman, grown person, whatever you want to call yourself at this point. You don't need their approval. You don't need their acceptance. You don't need anything from them sometimes. You have it all within you. We are stronger than we think we are, guys. I'm going to be a broken record saying the same thing over and over again if I have to. If I got to remind y'all. I got to remind myself sometimes. For instance, I mean... I mean, that's why in this particular quote, it says practice. Practice, practice, and practice. You know, we don't want to lie to ourselves and say we're doing something when we're not. We don't want to lie to someone else and tell them the same thing, you know? Sometimes I think it's it's worse. I don't know which one is worse, to be honest. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, is it worse to lie to yourself or is it worse to lie to someone else? Because at least the other person, when you lie to them, they don't want to trust you anymore. They don't believe you. They're gone. Sometimes they're, you know, no longer in your life. Where if you lie to yourself, man, you, you can't run away from yourself. You can't hide from yourself. And I'm just being honest, you know, you know, choosing not to be here either isn't an option in my opinion. So sometimes... You know, like this quote has mentioned, choose to tell the truth. Even if you've been lied to, choose to love again. Even after heartbreak, never let anything stop you from learning and growing. And that is the key. That's the key of life sometimes. Sometimes. I'm saying sometimes because there are multiple things in life that we we need as a whole, as, as, you know, as we're all connected, as all certain things are connected, we need all these attributes, all these habits, all these um, quotes, positivity, we need all of it, we need it all, we can't just have one and focus on just the one, 
then what are we just learning? We're only learning one subject. We're only learning to think one particular way. But if we start learning to think a different way, to open our eyes, to to want to grow, we'll be growing like, like roots. We'll be growing like a tree that is endless, that will be constantly growing and growing for years to come. Just like this other quote that I found this morning. Do not allow negative people to turn you into one of them. Like, bro, isn't that crazy how just when we're around someone or just not even just one person, it could always, or it could even be a group. It can just be, you know, just the, I don't know. So it, it could be anything sometimes. And it gets attached to us. People don't realize that we are easily accessible and acceptable to certain things when we don't even realizing that we're accepting of certain situations i guess i have to only the only way to, for me to really like explain it better of course is to give an example i guess the perfect example i can give is Today is I had class and I had a presentation. It was my final presentation for this class. I knew I had to do it. I knew it needed to be done. I knew today was the day, right? So there is no avoiding today. There is no avoiding doing the work. You know, I tried all weekend to focus to try to get it done, to be prepared, to be ready, to know my material. You know, I even told, said it in my mind that, you know, it, it's this is easy because it is easy. Well, for me it is, maybe not for everybody else, but doing the work was the easy part for me. The hard part was presenting. The hard part was, was my mind giving myself anxiety. Like I already did the work, I already know the material. So why not, why can't I go ahead and speak on the material that I researched that I know that I worked to gain, you know what I'm saying? Like, and for me, I still, I'm, you know, there are some classes that I'm doing are are on Zoom that are online. And even then, even though it's on Zoom, even though I can't see anybody's face, even though nobody can see my face, they can hear my voice. And that's what gets me. Like, it gets me anxious. I start to shake. I start, I start to sweat. I start to, you know, stutter my words. And I felt like that's how I started with the podcast. You know, that's... Like my voice was shaky. I didn't have confidence. Like I didn't know how to motivate myself. My my thoughts were all over the place. I mean, the list is endless and it wasn't easy, but I needed to do it. I needed to get it over with. And the best thing to do, in my opinion, is even though there's other people to present, why wait till the end when all of that pressure will, you know, come into play when you already have that pressure on you? It's almost like you're prolonging 
the anxiety to happen when it's lasting longer than it needs to be. It's almost like to get it out of the way is to get it done. So that's what I did. I had to take matters in my own hands, my own thoughts, and be like, yo, it is going to be okay. That's number one. Number two, is not as, it's not that hard. Like, just speaking what is on the screen. Telling them about what you learned and what you want to say. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, there is no presentation in this world that is perfect, you know? I... You know, to the audience, they might not see the mistake, you know, but for the, the speaker, the person who's presenting, you see the mistakes because you're the, no, you're the one who knows what you're doing. Everybody else is there to learn and there to be open and there to listen. So once I start to get the ball rolling, I felt a little more comfortable, but then I started to get anxious towards the middle and then towards the end because I want to finish off strong. You know, you want to start off strong, you want to finish strong. And even after I was done, I was still anxious. I was still shaking, you know. I was still like, wow, like, holy shit. Like, like I, I, I got through it. Like, bet, like, word, like, I can, I can move on now. But that's not the only presentation, obviously, I'm going to be making. Just like this week and all my rest of my life, there will be plenty of presentations that I will be, will be needing to present, you know? And the more I do it, the more practice I, 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 I give myself, hopefully, the better I will be at it. So hopefully... In the in the long run, I will become a better motivational speaker. I am already a speaker. I'm already someone who is motivational. But I got to put those together, put those two together to go ahead and present the perfect piece. You know what I mean? I, I feel like certain times I'm, I'm trying to be a perfectionist when there is no such thing as perfect. You know, there is no needing to strive to be that kind of perfect. It's just like this quote, self-love is not about thinking you're perfect. It's about knowing that you're good enough even if you aren't perfect. Like, that's everything what I just said in a nutshell, I feel like. Self-love is not about thinking you are perfect. It is about knowing that you're good enough, even if you aren't perfect. Knowing your limits, being aware of who you are, what you are capable of. You shouldn't be dwelling on the negative part of what you aren't capable of doing. Because there are going to be things that you are just a pro at. You're so perfect that people are going to be questioning you how you did it. You know what I'm saying? But you have to understand and believe that you're good enough to at least try. Yes, there are professionals in everything. But how did they start? They tried. They put their best foot forward and moved on. You know, before we learn to walk, we have to crawl. Before we learn how to crawl, what do we do? We just sit there. We roll around. We, you know, run in circles, try to figure out what is the best option to make that first step. 
But once you figure out or you feel that that step is already, you know, in your mind, why not go for it? You know, why not throw yourself out there? I have to admit the best saying that I've, I've heard, it's like throwing spaghetti on the wall. And I know this is just crazy to even like to say, but I remember when I was training for for a job back in like, you know, 20, 2015, 2014 or something, something along those lines. And I was training because everybody has to train, but he put me on before I was even put into the system and he wanted to train me just just no regular module training just you know speak to me kind of training you just throw it all out there and see what i retain and so he's told me that it's like throwing spaghetti on the wall because when you throw spaghetti on the wall you already know that the sp- the spaghetti isn't going to stick you already know that throwing the spaghetti is going to make a mess but what he's trying to say and using this analogy is pretty much saying what sticks is pretty much what you retain. So if you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and you see it sliding off the wall, but you see some areas, some little pieces of noodles and pasta and meat, you know, sticking to the wall, those are the little bits and pieces of information that we learn, that we particularly, you know, retain while we are learning something new. So technically the wall is us and the material is the spaghetti. So it's about how much we pretty much pick up, you know what I mean? It's it's almost also like that game of jacks. You bounce the ball and you pick up one, but you bounce the ball until you pick up two. Then you bounce the ball again, you pick up three. But you can only retain or can only handle or grab so many jacks at a time or so many pieces at a time. So with that said, we might think we know. We might think we know. Let's just put it that way. We might think we know it all. We might think we just we just know, you know? We know, we know, I know, you know, I know, we know. <laughs> That's all we almost say. Where we're not being open to learning. We just assume because we know, we don't need to hear it. When that's not the truth. The more you hear something, the it's like the better and the more, the more you remember it. You know what I mean? And that's where the practice comes into play, guys. We're not saying that practice is, you know, something that needs to be drilled in you and that and that you have to be practicing it 24 seconds of the day. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that if you are dedicated for something or to do something, work hard to practice first. Work hard to try before, you know, you throw yourself in. Throw yourself in there pretty much and, you know, lose that confidence in you. Because I have to admit, you know, we are going to get knocked down. And there are times that when we try something first that, you know, we're, we're not that great at it. But it shouldn't make us want to give up. It shouldn't make us, you know, turn the other, the other cheek and, 
be like, hey, um, this is too much. Because at the end of the day, that is not you talking. That is the negative you talking. That is the I can't you. And we have to get that word I can't out of our head. Until we do that, how can we move on? How can we push ourselves? It's the fact that we can. We can. We have to put it in our minds. The more we do every day, the better we feel the next day. And with that said, with the Lord said, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, God. Thanks to my mother. Thank for this opportunity. Just have to give thanks sometimes. When things are going wrong, or when things are going good, doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't hurt to say two words. Thank you. For the mind, body, and soul, Jesus, we pray for you. Amen. Appreciate you. God bless, guys.